Welcome, 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 my kingdom people. Yes, it's been a minute, but we're back. Glory to God. It's so much stuff that's been going on in our world today, and we need to talk about it. But before we do that, y'all know how we do it here at Flipping Pages. We got to go to the Lord in prayer and ask him to be with us as we meditate and study the word of God. Father, we thank you for this day. This is truly a day that you have made. Father, we thank you, Lord God, that despite everything that's going on in the world today, Father God, you are keeping us, Lord God. Your grace, your mercy, your peace is guarding our hearts and our minds. We thank you for your physical heads of protection, Lord God. So much stuff is going on from sickness and disease, natural disasters, and, and just so much stuff. Uh, the economy and kids are going back to school and we just need your heads and hand of protection uh, to protect us and keep us, Lord. So, Father, we give you glory. We give you honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, where do we start? Man, it's, it's just so much that's happening and that's going on. I know here uh, just... Recently in our area in South Louisiana, we had some storms and even some hurricanes that came through the area that did a lot of damage in South Louisiana. We had Hurricane Sally that came and hit in uh, Mississippi and, and Alabama and the Florida area as well. And so much has happened. I know in the Lake Charles area of Louisiana, uh, actually, I have a brother that lives down in that area. Man, that area has just been devastated by Hurricane Laura. So we want to continue to pray for those uh, out in that area. I know my brother, they, they had some damage to their property and to their home and business. And they're going through the whole process of, uh, you know, with the insurance and FEMA and all of that stuff like that. So we definitely want to keep the people of South Louisiana and, and the Gulf Coast in general uh, in our prayers as they recover from all of these storms and everything that's happening. Of course, we uh, they have all the wildfires out on the West Coast in California and places out there that we definitely want to keep those people in our prayers as well. And then, of course, that's just everything that's still going on and happening with this uh, coronavirus and everybody and everything that goes along with that. Plus, you know, we're in the midst of a election season, which uh, in a couple of months we'll be electing or re-electing uh, a new president. So we definitely want to keep all of that uh, lifted up and in our prayers as we navigate uh, everything that's going on in our country and in the world in general. There's still all of the racial tension that's going on with the Black Lives Matter whole revolution and with the injustice of uh, the police brutality and just, man, it's just so much stuff that's going on and that's happening. Uh, we really need to just talk about it. You know, I don't have a whole lot of scriptures that I have to share today, but I just kind of wanted to just kind of, I guess, vent in a way and kind of just share my heart because uh, I mean we've I don't think we've did a part in, in a couple of months so kind of want to uh, play catch up a little bit and just just kind of share my heart with you guys let you know what, what I've been 
praying about and thinking about and what the Lord has been ministering to me and, and what I've been observing and noticing that's going on, not only in our country, but also in the church in general. So we're going to talk about it today. And I know I don't have a lot of scriptures. Y'all know I do have some scriptures. <laughs> we still going to flip some pages, y'all, because that's how we get down. So let's go to uh, let's go to the back of the book. Let's go to Revelations. Revelations chapter 2. We're going to read verse 11. And this is out of the New King James Version. It says, he who has an ear. Do you have an ear today? Are you listening? This is what the Spirit of God is saying. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. He who overcomes shall not be harmed or hurt by the second death. Now, let me read that out of the Passion Translation. Same verse. It says this. The one whose heart is open, let him listen carefully to what the Spirit is presently saying to all the churches. The one who conquers will not be harmed by the second death. And of course, the second death is talking about the judgment of God. It's talking about the eternal condemnation of the wicked. And it's saying that he who hears, who listens carefully to what the Spirit is saying presently to the churches will overcome or will not be harmed by the second death. And with everything that's happening and that's going on today, this is what I want to ask you as kingdom people, my brothers and sisters in the faith, because this is what John the Revelator was saying here. He says, he who has an ear, hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. Now, notice the Spirit is talking directly to the churches. And when it says the churches, it's talking about the people of God. Those that are in Christ, those that are part of the body of Christ, the people of God, kingdom citizens. John is saying, do you have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to you? The Holy Spirit is speaking to the people of God. The Word of God says that in Matthew chapter 4, it says that man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And, and when it says proceeds, it's talking about God continually speaking to us. And the, and the primary way that God speaks to us is through his word, because the word of God is inspired by the Holy Spirit. So when we are reading the word of God, we are hearing, we are listening, we are reading the very words of the spirit. So when John says here, uh, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. He is encouraging us to follow the Word of God. He is encouraging us to obey the Scripture. So my question today to you, people of God, is, is based on John's uh, statement in Revelation 2. Are we listening to the Spirit of God? Better yet, who are we listening to in this time and in this day? Are we listening to the word of God? Are we listening to the voice of the spirit? Or are we following and listening to another? 
because there are so many voices that are speaking today. It is literally, uh, it could literally be confusing. You don't know what to believe. You don't know who to listen to. But as people of God, as, as kingdom citizens, we should be listening to the voice of the Spirit. We should have an ear to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. Jesus said it like this in John. He said, my sheep hear my voice and another voice they will not obey or follow. Now, like I said, I don't have a lot of scripture, but we do have something to flip to. Let's flip back to 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy chapter 4. We're going to start reading here what Paul was encouraging or how Paul was encouraging Timothy regarding the word of God and the voice of the spirit. So we in 2 Timothy chapter 4, we're going to start reading at verse 1 and we're still reading out of the Passion Translation. It says this, Timothy, in the presence of our great God and our Lord Jesus Christ, the one who is destined to judge both the living and the dead by the revelation of his kingdom, I solemnly instruct you to proclaim the word of God and to stand upon it no matter what. Notice here, Paul instructed Timothy to proclaim the word of God. You know, in the midst of everything that's going on, we have a lot of protesting that's happening. But when we look at uh, uh, even Jesus, Jesus said in, in Luke chapter four, he said that he was anointed by God. The spirit of God was upon him to do some things. And the number one thing he said was to preach the gospel. He said it was to proclaim liberty to the captives, recovery of sight to the blind, and to uh, proclaim liberty to those that are oppressed, and to proclaim the acceptable year of God's favor. You see, this is what we need as, as a nation, as a society. We need liberty. We need uh, recovery of sight. We need freedom from oppression. But the only way that's going to come is through the gospel. It's through proclamation of the gospel. Not necessarily protesting, but through proclamation. And don't get me wrong, there's a time and a place for everything. There's nothing wrong with protesting injustice or inequality. But we need to understand this. When it comes to prejudice or racism or partiality all of this stuff is a matter of the heart all of this stuff are heart issues so that means that the heart of the matter is there something the matter with the heart jesus said in matthew 15 that out of the heart proceeds evil thoughts and murder and adultery fornication and lying and blasphemy all of this stuff comes out of the heart of man. You know, you hear people say all the time, God knows my heart. You know, I got a good heart. But really, the word says and tells us in Jeremiah 17, 9, that the heart of man is deceitfully wicked above all things. 
deceitfully wicked. In other words, that means your heart, my heart, will deceive us into believing that it's good when it's really not. It will deceive us and trick us, fool us into believing that it's full of love when it's really full of hate. That it's full of compassion when it's really full of malice. It will deceive us into thinking that it's good when it's really evil. So we can't even trust our hearts. That's why our trust and our faith has to be totally on the spirit of God. So let's get back over to um, 2 Timothy chapter 4 and finish reading up there. Paul says this to Timothy. He says, rise to the occasion and preach the word. Preach when it is convenient and when it is not. He says, preach in the full expression of the Holy Spirit with wisdom and patience as you instruct and teach the people. He says, for the time is coming when they will no longer listen or respond to the healing word of truth because they will become selfish and proud. Now, who is the day? He's talking about people in the church. He's not talking about the world because the world ain't in the church. He's talking about those that will be in our churches. He instructed Timothy to preach the word of God to the people. He says, for a time is coming when the people will no longer listen and respond to the word. Will no longer hear the truth. Remember, we started off in Revelations 2, where the Spirit says, He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the churches. And Paul is saying here to Timothy that there is coming a time when people will no longer hear the Spirit. They will no longer even listen or respond to what the Spirit of God is saying. Let's continue to read here. We're in the B part of verse 3. Paul says, instead of them listening and responding to the Word of God, he says, they will seek out teachers with soothing words that lined up with their own desires, saying just what they want to hear. Verse 4, they will close their ears to the truth and believe nothing but fables and myths. Lord God, sounds so much like the days that we're living in today. And look at verse 5. This is Paul's instruction to Timothy. He says, so be alert to all these things and overcome every form of evil. Carry in your heart the passion of your calling as a church planner and evangelist and fulfill your ministry calling. You know, in the book of Psalms, we will find the phrase Selah. And that phrase means to stop, pause, and think about it. And I venture to say this is what the Holy Spirit, by the way of Paul the Apostle, is not only encouraging Timothy to do, but also wants us to do as well. We need to Selah. We need to stop, pause, and think about are we listening, are we hearing what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to us today? Or are we following the voice of another? Are we fulfilling our call as ministers, as representatives of Christ, as God's ambassadors, calling people back to a right relationship with God? 
Or are we listening to someone else? Are we following the voice of our flesh or the voice of, of our government or society or social justice? Or do our ears itch to hear something uh, that sounds good, something that builds up our self-esteem and tells us what we want to hear instead of telling us what we need to hear? I want y'all to do this as we take this break. I want y'all to say la. Stop, pause, and think about it. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are introducing a new segment of the podcast on this episode called Back to the Future, where we play a gospel classic from back in the day that is still relevant for our day. And our Back to the Future song for the day comes from the legendary award-winning gospel group, The Winans, all the way back from 1988. And the song is entitled, It's Time. Let's get into it. Yeah, what's up? I'm gonna kick it with the wine, y'all know. Yo, Slim, can I kick it like this? Here we go. Well, it's time to make that change. People of the world today are fading. All of us have our ups and downs. You better think about it or you won't be around. What we need is a little bit of love. Sent by one from heaven up above. Chicken for tea is simple and plain. This ain't no game, you know what I'm saying? What? You better think about it or you won't be around It's what we need 
you know what I'm saying. That's what I'm talking about. It's time. It's time to make a change. Yes, we are the people, the people of God, kingdom people, kingdom citizens. We can do it. Hallelujah. Best believe he's coming back again. So you better get ready. It's time. It's time to get right. Second Corinthians 6 and 2 says that today is the day of salvation. Today is the day of God's favor. It's time, y'all. It's time to get right with God. Yes. Well, right before the break, we were in 2 Timothy chapter 4, and Paul was instructing Timothy to stand on the word of God no matter what and to preach the word of God in full expression of the Holy Spirit. Because he said a time was coming where people would no longer listen or even respond to the truth. I love the way the Amplifier says, it says they would no longer tolerate sound doctrine, accurate instructions that challenge them with God's truth. And I venture to say that is the times and the days that we are living in right now exactly what paul told timothy people because of their selfishness and pride will turn away from the truth and follow after myths and fables 
The Amplified says they will wander off until man-made factions and accept the unacceptable. Lord, have mercy on us because this is playing out in real time today in many of our churches all over. People are accepting things they know are sinful and wicked. But we are accepting it and allowing it and embracing it and tolerating it in the church. God forbid. God forbid. This is why our Back to the Future song was so relevant for the day. Because it's time. It's time to get right with God. Because our blessed hope is coming. Jesus the Lord. He's coming back. And I don't know about you, but I want to be ready. I want to be ready when Jesus comes. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, we have one more passage we want to flip to for the day. And that is in Ephesians chapter 5. Let's go to Ephesians 5. And we're going to close it out for the day with this. We started off talking about he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit of God is saying to the churches. If you are part of the church, if you are a kingdom citizen, your ear should be in tune to the Spirit of God. You should be able to discern. In other words, you should be able to tell what is of God and what is not. What is of faith and what is of fear? What is of man and what is of God? Discernment. God wants us to be able to discern. In other words, he wants us to be able to distinguish his voice, to know his voice, to know his word. Hallelujah. To obey it, to live it out, to apply it to our lives. We're here in Ephesians chapter 5. We're going to start reading at verse 6. New King James says, let no one deceive you with empty words. I love the way he starts this out. He says, let no one deceive you, which goes right along with what Paul was telling Timothy about people following myths and fables and man-made factions. All of these things are empty words. It says here, for because of these things, because of these empty words, the wrath of God is coming upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not be partakers with them as men and women of God. What we should be following, what we should be obeying is the word of God, the word of truth, the inspired word of the spirit not these myths and fables and and all of these other things no paul says do not be partakers with them verse 8 it says for you were once darkened see we were once following empty words we were once following the fables and the myths and all of this stuff but verse 8 says but now you are light in the Lord. Somebody say hallelujah right there. He says walk as children of light for the fruit 
of the spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. And look at verse 10. It says, find out what is acceptable to the Lord and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Now, notice here, when it says expose them, it's not talking about people. It's not talking about exposing people. It said expose the unfruitful works of darkness. It's talking about sinful behaviors. So don't get that twisted. Don't don't think uh, Pastor Elliot talking about going around exposing people. No, we we love on people. We encourage folk. We correct folk with the scripture. But we expose the works of darkness, the works of the enemy. Verse 12. For it is shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret. But all things that are exposed. Remember, he's not talking about people. He's talking about things that are exposed are made manifest by the light. For whatever makes manifest is light. Therefore, he says, awaken you who sleep. Arise from the dead and Christ will give you light. Verse 15. See then that you walk circumspectedly, not as fools, but as wise redeeming the time because the days are evil and verse 15 in the passion translation says so be very careful how you live not being like those with no understanding but live honorably with true wisdom for we are living in evil times take full advantage of every day as you spend your life for his purpose. The question of the day is, do you have an ear to hear what the Spirit of God is saying today? Are you listening? Are you responding to the Word of God? Are you actively living your life according to God's Word? Because if not, it's time. It's time to make a change. We are the people of God that God has called to do it. We have to make a change. We have to make a shift. We have to stop listening to all of these man-made factions and fables and Facebook posts and tweets and all of this stuff and get back to sound doctrine. Get Come back. Get back in the word of God and begin to apply the word of God. Because the days and the times that we're living in are evil. But God lets us know in his word that where sin abounds, grace, the grace of God, God's gift of grace, much more abounds. All that he asks is that we believe it and receive it. Hallelujah. Well, I want to thank y'all for tuning in to this episode of Flipping Pages, the podcast. Y'all know our motto never changed since day one. We are here to expel all misconceptions of Christianity. And the way we do that is with biblical truth. God know our motto, it don't matter what we thought or even what we was taught, the word of God is truth. And as long as we stick to scripture, as long as we rightfully divide the word of truth, we don't have to worry about veering to the left or to the right 
the Holy Spirit of God is going to lead and guide us, hallelujah, into all truth. Well, until next time, may the grace, mercy, and peace of God be with you in abundance. God bless.